Yvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. What we love doing is inspiring and providing the tools needed for our listeners all over the globe to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is practice being a person of increase. Diana, when we talk about practicing being a person of increase, what does that mean to you? Well, the key word here to me that stands out is practice. Mm -hmm. So practice meaning I am thinking it, I'm writing it down, whatever increase means to me, um, I'm saying it. So I'm practicing a person of increase. I want more, I want abundance. I want anything that's abundance, not necessarily financial or materialistic things. I want happy feelings, I want loving feelings. Now don't get me wrong, I want the material things and the money too, <laughs> but, um, but I'm practicing what I want. Right, exactly. That's how I see it as well. So practicing being a person of increase. And so you just really think about what is it mm -hmm. that you want? And whatever you want, you really want to put it out into the world. So if I want abundant relationships, if I want happy relationships and healthy relationships, then I need to practice that. If I want kindness coming towards me, then I need to practice being a kind person. So that means everywhere I go, everything I do on a day-to-day -day basis, I need to really be focused on how can I be kind? Right. What things can I do to make a difference for someone today? And it may be a physical act, or it may be a thought, or it could be, you know, an emotional act. Mm -hmm. But what things can I do today to be giving and loving and kind to someone? Because that's what I want for myself. So increase, everybody's increase or the meaning of increase is different. Um, so whatever, like you had stated before, whatever your increase is and what you're thinking about, um, being kind to someone or... Um, and doing a kind gesture like smiling. Most people, most people, if you smile at them, they'll smile back. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of catching, you know, for some people. There's some people that don't <laughs> get it. It just, it just happens that way. But I think the more we are kind to people and we have a kind heart, you know, that's infectious. Mm -hmm. And that just spreads, the energy just spreads out into the universe and, and it comes back. Exactly. And I kind of think that most people, increase is the same for most people. I mean, you might have different, um, the particularities of it. But most people want happiness and love and joy and, you know, freedom and abundance. Like, that's a human quality mm -hmm. that I think everybody pretty much wants. And even though we might feel constricted from it or cut off from it, um, I think that's something that we all want. And so if we can find ways to give each other the very things that we want, it's almost like giving it to yourself mm -hmm. because if you think about it we're all if we're all connected we're all a part of the same and so if I'm giving it to you in a sense I'm giving it to myself right and so, so what would you say so what's your increase when you're practicing what how, how are you practicing it well I practice it on a, a lot of different ways um, and so if I'm talking about being kind to people one of the things that I had learned really from, I had read it in, um, I think I mentioned it before, but I had read it in Deepak Chopra's mm -hmm. book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, um, where he said, give a gift to everyone you meet. 
And so I literally go around giving gifts to everyone I meet. Like when I see people, I'm looking at them with love. I'm, I'm trying to give eye to eye contact with everybody that I see and I'm offering them love just through my eyes and through my thoughts. Um, and I know that people feel it. Like I can, I can tell, I can see the look on their face. I can tell in their reaction that they feel me offering them love. Um, I had actually, this is a little bit off task, but I had um, heard this story about a man who would go around to restaurants and he would tell the waiters and waitresses, um, I have a surefire way where you can increase your tips. And so he's like, if I tell you how you can increase your tips, will you do it? And so they're like, of course, you know. Mm -hmm. And so what he would say is, what I want you to do with every table that you um, are serving, that you will offer the people at the table love, not out loud, just in your thoughts, that you just offer them love and, um, you know, peace and blessings and that type of thing. And so he actually follows up with them. And sure enough, he said they have never not um, increased their level of tips. And so, but when you think about it, is if you're offering someone love, you're automatically going to treat them better. Right. <laughs> you know. It goes hand in hand. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so when you um, pay attention to some, what other people's needs are, um, and you're thinking about how can I make someone else feel better, you're going to provide better service as a waitress mm -hmm. or a waiter. But just in life, if I'm looking at you, rather than looking at you as either someone who, uh, I guess, I'm not going to say who doesn't matter, but, you know, I'm not giving you that much attention. Or even if I'm looking at you as somebody who's a competitor, um, then I'm going to treat you differently mm -hmm. than if I'm looking at you as someone who I love. And that's a different energy. You feel that in a different way, mm -hmm. you know, but love feels good. Right. All the time and all around. And you always say, and you're so right, when, you know, people feel your love. And everybody that knows you feel a hug from you, you can really, really feel it because it just goes all through you. Mm -hmm. yep. And then just not only with kindness, I mean, but sometimes you can have good ideals and sometimes we might hold on to our ideals because we're like, that's a good idea. I might want to use that later. Well, you know, it's okay to share it and give it away because the thing is, whatever you give out, you're going to get more of. Mm -hmm. And if the universe is seeing you as a person who does great things with good ideas, oh, you're going to get a lot more good ideas. Um, the same with money. Um, the more you give, the more you're going to receive back. Mm -hmm. So really practicing being a person of increase, it's really a way of life. You know, it's a... It's changing because you have to change your thought process. You have to change the way that you look at things. Would you say so? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one of the ways to really get into the flow of the universe um, is, again, practicing being kind and being giving and giving lo being loving. But, you know, the other side of it is also receiving. And mm. a lot of people are really good at giving, and I can say for myself, I've typically been good at giving in certain areas. There may be certain areas maybe not so good at. <laughs> um, and I, I'll talk about that in a minute. But a lot of us aren't good at receiving. Hmm. 
And I know that was a big thing for me, and it still is a big thing for me in terms of being able to receive. Um, and a lot, of, like for me, I would be like, mm, I like being self-sufficient. I don't need any help. Mm. Um, you know, people offer me things. I would say, oh, no, thank you. I'm okay. I'm good. Um, so that type of thing. And the thing about that, I, I heard this story years ago when I um, worked at the school. And we had went to the Maggie Walker house. And um, there was one of our teachers at the school who told a story about Maggie Walker. And she said that Maggie Walker, she helped everybody in her community. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what she was known for. She was a helping person. And she, you know, was like, I think the first um, African-American millionaire and maybe the first female millionaire, mm-hmm. self-made millionaire. Um, she gave and gave and gave, but she never received. And so in her later years, she was confined to a wheelchair. She couldn't do anything at all for herself. Someone had to do everything for her. Mm. And so what the teacher said was, um, there is a law of giving and receiving. If you give, you must receive. And if you receive, you must give. Mm. And since she did not give, in her later in her earlier life i'm sorry since she did not receive Mm -hmm. in her earlier life she was forced to receive later in life she didn't have no choice right and so i was like "Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) gotta change that (laughs) (laughs) you just start accepting things but you know it's it's kind of humbling sometimes Mm -hmm. to accept and that um can get into some of your own emotional issues and your own blocks um the reason why do you feel like you have to be in control of everything and why do you feel like you can't accept anything it could like for me it was a, a combination of not feeling worthy mm-hmm. like you know I, I didn't feel worthy to accept things I my duty was to give and the other thing would be um, having to have control in the sense of if you do something for me then do I have to do something for you you know mm-hmm. kind of that type of thing so being aware that um, receiving is just as important as giving um, because if you want to be a person of increase you have to be able to receive the blessings from the universe Mm -hmm. and so you have to be a a willing receptive vessel in order to receive these blessings so it's definitely a two-way street definitely okay so what are some of the the ways, um, and I know I talked about it in the beginning, and then probably in our earlier podcast, we talked about um, affirmations. Could, affirmations could also be here. That's a form of practicing as well, would you say? Practicing through, um, through affirmations of being a person of increase? Yeah, I mean, I, I think anytime you put your focus on what it is you want, mm-hmm. you put your energy on what it is you want, then you are, you're practicing living that life. Um, yeah, so affirmations definitely play a role in this. And I think it's important too that sometimes you can be, a, like I said earlier, you can be a giver in some areas and then maybe not so much in others. Like perhaps I might be a person who gives freely of my time, but I might hold on to my money, <laughs> you know, and, um, like for me, I'm very selective with my money. I'm not so much anymore, but there was a time when I was very, very, very selective with my money and how I was giving it out. 
Um, so yeah, I would do anything in the world for you, but I'm gonna think twice <laughs> before I let that money go. But um, there actually, I've heard about this law. I, I don't, I can't speak on it if this is true. I haven't practiced this um, consciously, but that you know when they talk about tithing, mm-hmm. um, giving ten percent mm-hmm. of your saving of your earnings, and usually you associate this with church, but really. It's supposedly a law of the universe that you must give 10% <laughs> or the more you give, the more you, you receive. receive. And that that's something we should practice, not necessarily giving it to the church, but giving it to causes that you think are or appropriate or worthy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, if you don't give it consciously, you're still going to give it in form of now your car has broken down. Or now you need a new roof. Like, you're going to give the 10% anyway. So you want to give it in a way that you have chosen to give it versus in a way where it's like, I got to do Like, it's a burden. (laughs) I really have to do this. So really what you're saying is that when you are giving, you're giving with an open heart. You're giving with a loving, kind heart. It's something that you want to do. It's not a chore. It's not... Like, okay, well, I got to do this. So if I don't do this, I won't get this or whatever, but just do it freely. Yeah, definitely. You want to, but the thing is sometimes, like I said, there may be blocks, like there are Mm -hmm. areas where you feel good about, like, I feel great about, you know, taking you back and forth to work. (laughs) I feel great about helping you work out your problems, but I don't feel great about paying your rent. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, you know, truthfully, you do need to, Pick um, when you want to practice giving in an area that you're not good in, but you still want to practice it in an area that you feel good about. So you don't want to just randomly pick something and then you feel resentful right. about doing it. But you do want to start increasing whatever that area is that you're not giving in. So that, how did you get past your blocks of giving away money made you a person of increase? Well, I can't say that I have totally gotten past my own blocks, but I would just, my husband is just the most given person ever in the world. <laughs> and so sometimes just watching him um, helps me to release. Uh, like I said, I, I give away anything, but um, I'm not going to give you what's mine. <laughs> So, for example, um, when my husband and I first, you know, began our marriage, um, I could come home and there would be no dining room table. And I'm just like, Harry, what happened to the dining room table? And he's like, oh, cousin such and such needed a dining room table. And I'm like, okay, but now we need a dining room table. Or he would give away, you know, the shower curtain. And I'm like, Harry, what happened to the shower curtain? Oh, George, he didn't have a shower curtain. I'm like, okay, but now we don't have a shower curtain. And so just really um, come to terms with it. Because on the one hand, I'm thinking, okay, this man is crazy. Like, why are you giving away our stuff? But it really kind of taught me some stuff, you know, about um, about the, the level the different levels of giving that a person can do because certainly I will buy you a dining room table and I will buy you a shower curtain, mm-hmm. but you can't like have mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole 
whole different level of kindness. And the thing is, I can see how it circulates back to him in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. um, and so just having that as a model and example is just amazing for me. But also, I used to work with this lovely lady um, at a school that I used to work with. Um, and we were struggling because, you know, it was like, uh, we it was our school. The two of us had started the school. And we weren't getting paid. We were working like crazy, not getting paid. And, um, you know, at one point she had to move in with her mom and, you know, that type of thing. And, um, but let me ever, me or anybody ever say, oh, I'm hungry. Or, you know, do you have a dollar? Oh, if she had $5, she was going to give you $5. And I'm just like, how are you giving me the whole $5? You know, yeah, give me some, but don't give me all. And she's like, no, take it all. And I couldn't really understand mm -hmm. that level of kindness, but that was the way she was with everything. You take it all, like you can have it all. And so those types of people, having those types of people in my life, um, really opened my eyes to the power of giving because it does. It's like a, the law of circulation, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like if you give it, you're going to give it back. Boom, you're going to give it back, yes. Mm -hmm. And then also another thing about giving is um, even like like I said, if, if you have only $5, you only have $5, and then you give a portion of that away, it's kind of like that makes you feel abundant again. Makes you feel good. Yeah, it's like um, instead of you focusing on your lack, you are actually giving and now you feel abundant. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was just the most fabulous but strange thing. When I first was working to start the school, I went around trying to get donations from people. And when I would go into the neighborhoods with the rich people, people didn't give me money for the school. I guess they didn't believe in the vision or I don't know what, they might've just thought I was a beggar or something. Um, but, and cause I literally knocked on doors saying, can I get some money for the school? <laughs> and, um, but people who were poor gave. gave money and it was, it was an interesting dynamic because they like really believed in the vision of the school and, um, they wanted to see that prosper. So I thought that was really interesting, but yeah, if you, if you give away a portion of what you have it then puts you in the place of abundance and the feeling of abundance. And that's what you want to be. You want to be a vibrational match to whatever it is that you want. So whatever you want to um, increase in your life, that is what you should be given. Exactly. It's, okay. So if it's time, you give your time. Of course, we just talked about money. You know, if it's love. What about peace and quiet? That's what I want, peace and quiet. Well, yeah, definitely. If you want peace and quiet, you should give peace and quiet. Um, and think about, is that being a person of increase? And surely it is a part of being a person of increase. And so, yes, you want to make sure you find ways to be peaceful and quiet um, in, in your practice. So giving to others is giving to yourself. And when you give to others, you actually increase your feeling of deserving. And so there we have it. Because um, really, it's only one of us here. Like, if I'm giving to you, I am giving to me. So um, what I would love for listeners to do this week 
is to think about ways that you can increase, be, practice being a person of increase and increase your giving, increase your loving, increase your ideals, increase your, your uh, emotions. Just be a person of increase and practice that and practice giving it away. Give away everything it is that you want in life. Give it to someone else and make that a part of your daily practice for the next week. That's great. So until next time, this is Arvette. This is Diana. Have a great week. Bye.